Thank you for joining the Move the Stairs podcast. I'm Diane Mulligan with my colleagues Mitch Jelniger and Jordan Sherman. You may be wondering, what does Move the Stairs mean? It's our philosophy, how we look at every challenge as an opportunity. When you move the stairs, you take the steps other people might not. Creating customer loyalty, nurturing great relationships with the media, and building a resilient CBD hemp and medical marijuana brand. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll talk with the brightest minds, the savviest business leaders, and reporters in the CBD space. You'll learn how brand protection PR can help your CBD, hemp, or medical marijuana business stand head and shoulders above your competitors. And you'll be on your way to making the most of any challenge. That's what we call Move the Stairs. Let's get started. Well, welcome to Move the Stairs, episode 75. Wow, 75, yeah. We're recording on Friday, January 27th, 2023, and we're happy you're joining us for today's uh, exciting conversation. Today, we're thrilled to be joined by Narek Sarakani. He is the CEO and the co-founder of Colorado Botanicals, and he'll be talking about how they're employing brand protection PR strategies. You know, Mitch, we're going to talk with Narek about the importance of reviews in building customer loyalty. They have close to 200 reviews on Trustpilot, so that's pretty good. That's awesome. We're also going to talk about how messaging Forbes Yes, Forbes on LinkedIn was the first step in building a relationship in our insider media relations segment today. Boy, LinkedIn, that's a, a familiar name that we've heard a number of guests talk about on this podcast of ours. Um, but lastly, we'll talk about how taking advantage of opportunities when somebody calls for an interview and then posting that interview to guess where LinkedIn is a part of a strategy that increases thought leadership and is a great part and portion of building brand resiliency for your CBD brand. So let's get started. Narek, I think you're going to be there in just a second. There you are. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. We're so glad to see you. Oh, we're glad to see you. Thanks so much for joining the Move the Stairs podcast today. So I'd love to learn more about you and, and your grandmother. I understand your grandmother was part of the inspiration in starting Colorado Botanicals. Yeah, so um, after during college, when I started college, I got into like the entrepreneurial side. Um, I was doing business before I was going to be going. I wanted to do like medical school. I liked that field. I was very into like health and being healthy. And then but I realized that's not what I want to do. Um, so I decided to do business, but I didn't know what like I was going to do in the future. And it made me nervous thinking about the future. So I got going trying to figure something out. So since the, my freshman year of college, I started selling stuff online. I did other stuff too, like traded stocks, but always focused on selling stuff online. And on the side, I was always like very healthy, health conscious. And then uh, my senior year of college, my second semester, that um, my grandma was like diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And my, um, my mom came and told me how she met someone at the hospital that uh, told her about like CBD. And then my, my first reaction was I was very surprised because my parents are like anti-smoking, anti, you know, like marijuana. I'm like, okay, like that's interesting. And I wrote an essay in college about CBD actually. So it's crazy how it ended up in this like industry. And I did a lot of research and it was like the industry was like new at that time. So like there wasn't like lab reports. It wasn't the way it was like nowadays. So it was hard to like buy CBD online. The websites weren't that informative. 
And um, it just, I, I really got into it, like after learning about the benefits, what it can do. So I continue to like look into it more. And I'm like, what if like I get into it, like learn about it. maybe like I can do it myself. And yeah, it just started from that. And then my business partner came in and we continued doing it and started the company. And five years later, we're here now. Excellent. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah. Thank, yeah. You, thank you. So well, yeah, that's it's, my story. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a fascinating story and it's awesome that you have that origin story to go back to, um, you know, especially with family. It's so powerful, you know, weaving that yeah. into, you know, who you are as a company and as a brand. And we know that um, customers respond to that, right? And it's a big yeah. challenge for CBD companies in trying to establish uh, a loyal customer base. So I think it's awesome that you have that yeah. to, to really tell people. I am definitely. And uh, I forgot to mention, thankfully, my grandma is doing well even today. Yeah, I totally forgot I, uh, to mention that. But yeah, thankfully, everything is fine. It, it was something minor and um, ended up yeah doing like getting into this industry because of that. But most importantly, obviously, I'm very happy she's doing well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very personal for you, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Narek, one of the tactics it seems you focus on is building your reviews. So tell us, yeah. why did you choose that particular tactic? Well, reviews play like a crucial role in like a business's success. And it's something that I'm going to get into like in the conversation, I'm sure it's going to come up, but it's something that we mentioned to customers um, when we asked them for reviews, like how important reviews are for our business's success. And reviews, like you can have not an amazing website, not a, maybe you should have good pictures, but if you have good reviews, good testimonials from customers and people see that, they're much more comfortable in purchasing your product and trying it and trusting you. Um, and reviews is something that every company should be focused on. Um, and yeah, it makes a huge difference for sure. Absolutely. So what do you think are the opportunities? And also, whenever you have opportunities, you always have the other side of the coin, the challenges. What yeah. are the opportunities and challenges when you focus on reviews as a company? Well, obviously, the opportunities are um, getting a lot of like positive feedback. But that comes first. You want to have like a good brand, good product that actually works, that you believe in. And um and then like, if you have those things in place, you're going to get good reviews and you're going to be able to showcase that on your product pages. And so other customers that never purchased or don't even know anything about your company can see like people saying, oh, wow, like it helped me with this. Uh, the shipping was fast, like customer service, they're very knowledgeable. And these things play a huge role in conversion. And obviously this, the disadvantages or, uh, uh, disadvantage about it is that like negative reviews can come every once in a while but that's just part of it not every single person is going to be satisfied with the product out of thousand people there will be a few that are not happy but it's not something a company should be worried about if they have like a good product and they have good customer service which people care about a lot and if you have those things in place you should not worry about it at all you can always find ways to like make it up uh, ask, uh, take care of your customer after, especially if they're not satisfied because your customers are your most important people. They're the people that keep you in business and will continue to keep you in business. So like we like make sure that we take care of our customers in every way. Yeah. 
I think that's the the scariest part there is, you know, um, putting yourself out there for reviews is what if you do get a negative review? So I think it's great that you're able to shed some light on that. Um, do you have any other inside tips for business owners on um, building a, a, a good, robust review strategy similar to yours so they can help generate customer loyalty? Yeah, definitely. Um, first of all, I would like highly recommend that they get on one of the these uh, softwares, for example, like Yopto, Trustpilot. There's Reviews.io. There's a lot of them. But I think um, from my knowledge, those are like the top three ones. There's probably other ones, but those three are very good. And these softwares have everything in place, a beautifully like designed uh, plugin, like a design that goes on every product page. Um, that has features that you can easily add. Like you can ask the cu customer to fill in like check mark, like what it helped them with. So other customers can see what it helped them with or like why they were buying it. Um, and most importantly, it's the review strategy that it makes it so easy. For example, after they purchase, you could set a certain number after a certain number of days to send out an email to them and also to uh, reminders. Obviously, with reminders, you don't want to spam them um, because they're not going to be happy. Customers don't like being spammed with emails constantly, especially asking for a review that is benefiting the company and not the customer at the end of the day because they right. have to go out of their day. And another part of it is definitely the tone, the way that you message uh, the, like the email and the um, standard, like the templates that they have, it works. But what we did is like we thank them for their purchase, obviously. We tell them how appreciative we are. And one of the other things we say is like uh, we say like it would mean so much to us if you take a few minutes out of your precious time to leave a review. You have no idea how much of a difference it will make. And when a customer sees that type of messaging in an email, they'll be like, wow, like these people are nice people. They're saying it in such a nice way. Like, you know, I, I, the product helped me. I'll go out of my way to leave a review. So those are the tactics that we've done that's helped a lot. You know, I think that's so important. Just, that when, I'm sorry, Jordan, go ahead. I was going to ask, uh, I had a quick follow-up. Does that, does so does the software have its own CRM attached to it or do you have to integrate that with your existing CRM? You have to integrate it with your website and uh, it obviously gotcha. gathers all the orders that come in. And based off the email, like it sends out an email to the customer. We have to activate the email system. Very I think cool. that's really yeah. important. I, and that was a great follow-up. I, I just thought the fact that you said um, that you have to really honor your customers and let them know how yeah. important it is, how their time is as important as your time is, is really good. So, Narek, you know, at MNC Communications, we're all former journalists. We, we talked about that before we started the podcast. And we use a term called insider media relations to describe how we use our experience to help prepare clients to take advantage of every media opportunity that comes their way, but really positioning them as industry leaders and experts who can give a great review. So when we talked yesterday, I got to tell you, I was so impressed Then you told me that um, you got a, you got your relationship going with Forbes as part of messaging on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, most business owners I've met would be very intimidated by either picking up the phone or messaging on social media. I want to know what gave you the courage to, you know, first look up the people and then what did you say to them when you messaged them that you got a response? One of them was, I was first of all, like very confident in our 
company and the products it, that it, like I would feel uncomfortable a little bit if I didn't believe in it. So that was the first thing. And the second thing is you just have to do it. That's the only way. If you don't do it, nothing's going to happen. Um, and yeah, I just happened to start reaching out to people and it ended up working out. Um, and I learned a lot through the way that I've used in other ways of reaching out to people. And yeah, um, if there's anything like more that you want to know, uh, that was like a very general answer to that. I'm happy to like go okay. into it. No, that's, that's fun. It, as you, as Diane mentioned, that was pretty brave. I mean, a lot of people go, oh, I don't know about this, but, but you, you, but without it, you wouldn't have had that, that success. Of course, did you, yeah. How did you prepare yourself? Uh, uh, did you go through what you were going to say before you dialed up Forbes? 100%. So, <laughs> before I even like thought about what I'm going to say, first of all, like you have to like start writing it out. And then after you write out, it's a lot of a little bit extra stuff. And you don't want to say too little where you don't provide them information, but you don't want to say a lot because you're taking their time to read. And they get so many messages, people calling and wanting for favors or wanting them to write published stories about them. So the first thing is like, obviously, I write it out and I think about like how it can benefit them and how it can benefit their viewers, because at the end of the day, they want stories that their viewer, their readers are going to benefit from. If it doesn't, they're not interested in writing it about, writing about you. And then after I say a little bit about our company, what makes us different, um, we have like a company that beautifully designed with so much information about us. And that goes into detail about what makes us different, educating the, educating the reader on like the industry a little bit and what we're aware of. And so I attached that and as, I pretty much it started into a, like a long message that got cut down by a lot. I also asked uh, my business uh, partner of what he thinks about it. Um, so like I could get a different point of view just in case, because it's very important. You pretty much have like one shot and you could continue messaging them. But the first message that you send them is going to set the tone. So you want to be careful and it's okay to ask other people for what they think. Um, and I'm not like a PR person like you guys that understand it very well. So like I have to be careful with the steps that I take. So I like from the start, I build a good relationship and like come off in a good way. That's great. So, yeah, that's the way that I did it. Definitely important to um, be very cautious. And I, I think it's a great point. Like don't want to say too much, but don't yeah. also don't want to say the lit like too little, just just right. So yeah, now that you have that relationship, um, do you do you still exchange messages with uh, this Forbes contributor? How do you work to keep that relationship alive, and how important is that for your business? Um, well, first off, I don't reach out to her often, but I have um, twice since uh, they featured us. And the reason why I don't want to reach out to her often, unless it's something important, and um, which I'll tell, explain like what I asked. Um, because you're taking the time out of their day to answer you and you don't want to be too much where you're like, okay, like, uh, we don't really want to, like, we, there's other companies that are more genuinely better that we could uh, promote and talk about. Um, so, like, one of the ways, like, I asked, like, that I followed up, that also, like, keeps it, like, reminds them in their, hey, oh, there's this person, such a good person. I'm going to like, could, like they, they could be thinking of a story months later after they wrote about you. And when you message them, 
something nice and we're like, wow, I have this story coming up. It would be good to think like add them into it. So like I, I reached out and I asked something like simple about like, they pretty much do have a rating system. And I asked like in a very nice way, short, like, hey, I noticed like this is our rating. I obviously saw it months ago. But I was just wondering like, what can we do as a company to improve it? Um, like hearing your feedback would mean a lot because like we want to get better as a company in every way possible. And then like, that's a type of message that you could send to like someone like from Forbes or any big uh, media company. And they, they'll see that you genuinely care. And uh, not only about the company, but your like customers and the way you do things. And that's what they want. Uh, they're representing you like at the end of the day, they don't want to be associated with a bad company that will give them a bad name. And if you're a good company and uh, you would make them look better, that's like what they're looking for. At the end of the day, they want to know how you can help them. You can't just go expect them to help you. So that's the like thought process that I've had throughout this process. Yeah, it's more, it's more like a partnership. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, CBD business owners are, they're always on the lookout for ways to strengthen their business, build their reputation, make mm -hmm. it resilient. So we help clients here at MNC find the opportunity in every challenge, try to kind of polish up those reputations, prepare for the unexpected because those things happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we call this building a resilient CBD brand. So mm -hmm. to that point, um, well, you know, I can see a lot of businesses when, when they go to do interviews, they think, oh boy, that's not my forte. How important do you think it is to say yes to those interviews? And do you think that helps build your uh, company as a thought leader? Yeah, it's definitely important to like uh, say yes to interviews. Obviously, um, it, it's, it can be nerve wracking at the beginning when like you've never done it really, but it's a really good way for uh, like you customers or other like business leaders in the industry to see the type of people that are uh, actually running the company. Because when they go on your company website, they just see stuff about your company. They might see obviously you're about us and pictures of who's run, like the CEO or the employees, but they'll never actually get to know like the, how the person is. Like, uh, does he genuinely care about what he's doing? What type of person is he? Is he knowledgeable about like what he's doing? And if you come, like if you're, if you know a lot about your industry and you're smart, people will trust you and your products or your service. And that's what people want. They want to buy from people that know what they're doing. Um, so yeah, it's extremely important. And it's something I'm definitely going to be doing in the future. Like if any interviews come, I'm going to make sure like I do it. Um, it's a great way for people to get to know like who's running the company and the type of people they are. Well, Narek, you have some great tips, which you already gave us, which is great. And um, I think you should continue to do interviews because you, you're very humble and, um, and I love your whole, the whole way you're looking at everything is how, how can I get what I want, but I'm going to help the other person at the same time. So I'm interested on how you'll use this podcast interview to promote Colorado Botanicals and build your reputation. Well, definitely um, LinkedIn. This is a lot more of like giving tips to other people who have businesses that uh, they'll definitely benefit. And I'm 100% going to be watching your other videos because I think I can learn a lot from it. So I'm going to be promoting for sure through LinkedIn. I think it would be a good way to also 
share it with your customers too. So they see, uh, get to know who is the person the, or the people like making this company that I'm buying from and get to know them. Just like the previous questions, people want to get to know like people. It would make them like, if they're genuinely good, they're smart, they're going to trust them more. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of LinkedIn and to customers, but definitely LinkedIn is a great way. It's an underrated tool that so many people uh, take for granted. It's seriously very powerful. And that's this is LinkedIn will definitely be one way that I would be like, I would promote interviews, especially this one. Awesome. Uh, well, one question we always ask, and we always kind of save the best for last for our guests is, uh, what are some of the challenges and opportunities that you're looking at in the CBD market, um, especially in the next three to six months? And how are you preparing for it? Okay, uh, great question. Uh, obviously, the challenges in the CBD industry is um, the stance the FDA will take. Obviously, it's still a gray area. There is a movement in it. But um, the FDA actually released a press release yesterday giving an update on like what's going on and that they're still that they're interested in going after pursuing to see what CBD is like, how much should people take, how long can they take it uh, before it becomes bad, how it interacts with medications and other ways. Although I'm very and I'm, I'm very optimistic and many other people in the industry are optimistic and confident that it will be great. There's always like a little bit of a worry. Something might come um, in the way that that will be bad. But uh, I, through this, there's many studies and so many customers that have said so many great things. And obviously the studies that sh actually show that CV is helpful. So I'm very confident in that. But it'll also open up opportunities where they'll put proper like regulations, like lab testing and like making sure companies um, show like information about like what's actually inside their products and the hemp extracts are not just like the finished products that's diluted with other ingredients. And if there's like pesticides in it, if it's diluted and they test the finished product, it's not going to come up because it dilutes the amount in there. And another opportunity, even though um, I kind of mentioned the opportunity, but the biggest opportunity is, you know, Google just opened up um, like they made it easier to market uh, CBD. Obviously, there's still restrictions on it, but it's uh, uh, it's really good news. And Facebook, about like two three months ago, they became more lenient on their restrictions with CBD ads. So it's moving in the right direction. But I also am happy that they're taking slow steps because it'll make sure like the bad products and or bad companies like that don't have great products, which most companies have great products. Um, that like the bad ones, the very few ones that uh, it doesn't get in the hands of like consumers where they'll have a bad reaction to it and it gives a bad name to CBD. So those are the challenges and opportunities that I see in the coming months. That's a that's a great review. And I think that's a great way to look forward too, because when you prepare, you know, you, you're not a deer in the headlights when it comes down, you've already got a plan and, and we of really course, believe in that. Narek, this is just a great interview. Thank you so much. This is Narek Sarokani from Colorado Botanicals. And I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the Move the Stairs podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. It was fun. Um, definitely looking forward to like doing more interviews. It made me more comfortable. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I just loved how 
<clears throat> with every question, he was thinking about the person he was trying to message, whether it was with um, customer loyalty, you know, when you're asking for those reviews, that you ask it in such a way that you really um, honor the fact that people have a lot of things on their plate and that you appreciate that they're taking the time to do a review. I love that answer. Yeah, he was, it was interesting. He both said he was mindful of other people's time. Yep. You know, he's excited about his product. He has a good product, a good company, but not only with the consumer, you know, being very polite and asking for their review, but also when he was talking to Forbes, he, he, he made sure he was, he had his message down. So when he chatted with them, he's trying to build that, you know, those media relations that he, he, he presented as a partnership and kept it, you know, uh, lean and mean. So he, cause he knows they're busy and they're like, who is this on the other end of the phone? But I also like he's very brave about doing that. A lot of people yes. might not have done that right. and very optimistic too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, I think um, one of the biggest things that stuck out to me is when you're looking at opportunities in CBD, it's always kind of being in the know um, and knowing that uh, you had that marketing change from both Facebook and Google recently, being able to reference the FDA letter that went out yesterday, the press release about working with Congress on regulations. Um, if you're not in the know, especially in an industry like this, you're going to be left behind. Um, so there's a great opportunity, even in the challenges that some of those things like um, FDA gray areas represent. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, our uh, special guest uh, for joining us of Colorado Botanicals, uh, Narek Sarakini, for um, being a part of Move the Stairs, episode 75. Of course, in the next two weeks, we'll have our next all new episode of the Move the Stairs podcast. We'll see you then. Thank you again for listening to the Move the Stairs podcast. You may be wondering where the phrase Move the Stairs comes from. It's my life's mantra and MNC's commitment to our clients. It's a nod to a defining moment in my television news career. You know, in news, you have to be first with the story. No excuses. And one night I had to get the first TV news interview with a senatorial candidate after he accepted the nomination on stage. I noticed the stairs leading off the stage were taking the candidate directly to my competitors. But what could I do? So I looked around and I noticed the stairs were on wheels. I walked over and bolted the stairs and moved them so the candidate walked off the stage right to my team first. At MNC Communications, our years in the media taught us there's always a way to move the stairs to make the best possible outcome happen for our clients.